Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Greetings, comrades, and welcome to the Eastern Border. This was a highly interesting day. We uh, we had a conversation with the rescue operations in Mykolaiv here, a press lady. I'm going to write about that too. Again, everything here needs to be super confirmed and triple confirmed and let's not get into any trouble here. And um turns out that in general, every other person who is here with, with uh, the rescuers and, well, most military people as well, they are not allowed to speak with press at all. And... Also, me and Anthony here, we managed to get an interview with um, the governor, Mr. Kim, from this region. Apparently, he's super famous in Ukraine and elsewhere. He had been a media personality like uh, like Aristovich had been. And, um, yeah, he had... I had forgotten him. At least he's not very well known in Latvia. Or so I thought for a while, until I put two and two together and remembered that uh, this was the same fellow who was targeted by Russians because of his public statements. And we visited this, well, previously used Mikolaev district town hall. It's not a town hall, it's, um, I don't know, governor's building, where they do administrative building. Mikolaev district administrative building, yes. And uh, it was bombed, posted pictures on Twitter, was struck by um, a fighter bomber plane, and... uh, what really stunned me was that how the local mayor's office's press secretary just uh, casually stated that apparently the explosion had uh, burnt up everything on the inside, all the oxygen, so the windows hadn't exploded on the outward, outwards, they were just smashing in the inside, which uh, left a mark. Also, well, we figured out that, well, local rescuers are very thankful, but um, they're going to have some issues with some specialized equipment. And they're already thinking about mines. More on details on that that upcoming. Also on the upcoming news, um, our fixer here basically stated that we might have a chance. And it looks like a good chance, but again, the timelines are very murky here. Because again, everything changes, we are forced to wait, and stuff doesn't happen as planned. Which is, well, kind of planned here uh, because it's the front lines, basically, uh, with Dagestanis with some Dagestani leader of their protests, which have been happening and are very, very violent today, since um, 
since yeah, turns out that uh, and this comes from conflict intelligence team that uh, the local governors there before the national guard was sent in apparently managed to tell the crowd when there was only riot police around in Dagestan very blatantly and openly that um yeah uh, we're going to pick up everyone it doesn't matter that the military operation this whole this whole mobilization thing that that's limited that it doesn't matter we're going to pick up everyone and when people started to protest they're openly stated that yes we're going to take everyone and we're going to send them to the front in a very blatant callous way and um, seeing that Dagestan itself it's a region right next to Chechnya and uh, again they're disproportionately affected like i said at the beginning of the war they're one of the poor regions and according to according to my sources apparently they had been very much neglected during the covid era all the money going going to Kadyrov's Chechnya so there was a lot of uh, dying in the mountain villages since it is the Caucasus mountains and also previously they've been held under an iron fist as Dagestan is one of those regions which is at least on paper always was 99.9% elections everywhere else in Russia they try to do some 86% or something of that sort bit more legitimate Dagestan was always 99% attendance 99% voting for Putin and we had very little information coming from out of there cuz very secretive region the societies are still rural there's uh, not that large cities there there's many tinier villages so the protest itself which is somewhat decentralized is organized through telegram through the means of basically they just gather around and once they just tell people that you should go gather around but they don't post their centralized locations where those people could gather it's a weird system since again tribal society in a way is still very strong there they have those tapes just like in Ingushetia so we we are going to have to meet we'll meet someone that's considered a leader of opinions there at least that's how he was presented to me and apparently also someone who um is now fighting in Ukraine for them for like fighting with Dagestanis who have fled Putin's government here in Ukraine but they obviously have all the contacts from people inside there and uh, possibly also someone who has suffered from the police there in those protests but i can't promise you that since that all is very very murky uh, so far we've also heard news that um, a lot of Dagestani channels on twitter have been taken down since well they are spreading the news about what's happening there also that Ramzan Kadyrov apparently has received a personal order to go and quell these protests so that's a, another weird issue at any rate we sincerely hope that tomorrow i will get this interview they asked us to spread it around to as many people as we can if it happens uh, our fixers are really interested in making that happen as well because that would be big news for well everyone involved and uh, well we'll see we'll see it looks kind of okay but again the timing is the issue meanwhile in russia well there a school shooting happened today was like full of of terrorist and weird things a school shooting happened in izhevsk udmurtia and apparently well of course pro russian telegram channels are already blaming it on western intelligence agencies quote the shooting in Izhevsk and Ustlimsk is something we have written about many times. Western intelligence agencies are working through social networks, preparing mentally unstable people for terrorist attacks. Sabotage groups like Basayev uh, of, of Chechnya are no longer needed. Meanwhile, it's just people going crazy because of the mobilization. And also today, uh, a person shot a um, 
conscription officer just like shot him and then in the end the officer died now the thing is that um due to weird russian laws this person who um shot this officer there apparently he was very angry about his best friend being conscripted or mobilized i think mobilized is better in this case and so he just well killed him he the the officer died from from the wounds in the hospital but um according to russian law he now faces up to eight years in prison which he'll probably get weirdly enough if he had shot the same conscription officer outside of the mobilization then mobilization building then he would have gotten up to six years in prison meanwhile according to the new russian criminal laws putin's kind of new orders about if you are mobilized and then run away from it are up to 10 years in prison so now there's a bit of a grim grim comedy running around twitter about how well it is better to just literally shoot your conscription officers rather than uh, than face mobilization quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature sleep number smart beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Meanwhile, we also have some news from the front and, well... Of course, it's from Igor Girkin, who is going to plop up on another YouTube channel, which has been founded, and I'm dumbfounded by the fact, since Igor Girkin himself has been banned from YouTube for literally terrorism, since MH17 and all that stuff, but he's there. I've reported the channel already. I like Girkin as a source, but uh, I don't want him to get any money from me like watching him, so that's a thing. But um, he states this, quote, briefly about the situation on the front lines. Fierce fighting continues in the Liman area. The enemy, the Ukrainians, again, all the new people, please check out previous posts. Igor Girkin is on the Russian side, and I'm just using him as a source. The enemy is trying to use his advantage in manpower, since the terrain in the city area is wooded and rugged, with a relatively underdeveloped road network, which, on the one hand, does not allow the use of large forces of armored vehicles of the roads, and, on the other hand, contributes to, the, to covert concentration and preparation of infantry units for an advance. So far, the Ukrainians have not succeeded in encircling Liman, but has but they have tactical advantages in its vicinity almost every day. On the Donetsk front, local, in Girkin's opinion completely unintelligible, attacks by the units of the Russian Federation Armed Forces, private military companies, and the Luhansk Donetsk People's Republics continue on the enemy's fortified positions. Successes are purely tactical, not worth the losses incurred. Zaporozhye frontline. The full and uh, the f- the f- the lull and the concentration of troops continues. Most reporters expect that the main offensive of the armed forces of Ukraine will take place in this sector. I 
I'm not sure about that at all, by the way. On the Kherson front, where uh, we're we're going we're going to go tomorrow. On the Kherson front, over the past three days, a significant weakening of enemy activity, a non-intensive exchange of artillery and missile strikes continues. Uh, we have experienced this non-intensive exchange of artillery and missile strikes. We had some uh, air alarms this evening, even and uh, and during the day as well, when we were traversing and ex- and being taken into this exploded and struck uh, administration building. That was really scary. But uh, yeah, let's hope that it continues to be a bit safer there, at least tomorrow and the day after that. On the Belgrade front, artillery skirmishes and sorties of uh, the armed forces of Ukraine continue. Then, of course, everyone is being very worried about how um, how the defense against the Russian drones will happen. Apparently, they have just received, well, approved to be received, uh, the new uh, anti-air systems, which are going to be very confusing, But because no one really managed to answer how exactly will they be implemented, but that will clearly increase the security of the Ukrainian uh, airspace. Meanwhile, well, an observation from Alexander, we are losing the copter, Sladkov. Yeah, that's the same guy with the meme face, but he apparently posts on pro-Russian Telegram channels. He posts some interesting observations, and, well, as usual by now, he points out what's wrong with Russia, and, well, basically claims that punishing the guilty definitely must must take root. Uh, so far, the only punishment of the guilty was uh, the yesterday-mentioned firing of the logistics officer, but uh, that's about it. In general, kind of just more interesting information that you know, you guys might find useful. Quote, We have a lot of artillery in the SMO. Guns, hovitzers, mortars. We put out a sea of fire. The only problem is we're not shooting accurately. Are the gunners to blame? I do not think so. If, as a quiz, you could tell me the latest systems that we use, I would be grateful. Think about it and I will help you. MSTA, commissioned 40 years ago. Pion gun, 42 years ago. Mortar Tulpan, 56 years ago. D-30, 60 years ago. Rapira, 62 years ago. 120mm mortar, 63 years ago. Mortar 82mm, 72 years ago. Yes, experts will say, Sasha, the West also has old guns. It's all about the new ammunition. And they will be right. But then, why are we using the old Soviet ammunition? Why, when disposing of ammunition, we first destroyed new ammunition but never got our hands to the oldest? Now, we have a new, born in 1986, Krasnopoil-guided projectile, but it is advisable to use it with laser guidance using the Orion 30 UAV. But there are no Orion 30s. It is so rare, you could say we don't have it. Therefore, therefore, if I start writing about artillery reconnaissance and guidance systems, it will become completely vulgar. They know this very well both on the higher-ups and below. Don't blame the gunner, he does the best he can. And he posted a video there and, and states that, quote, You can see how gunners hit enemy strongholds. See how many craters are scattered around in the field? If we had accurate artillery systems, then a hundred times fewer shells would be enough. War is costly, and we must thank those due to whom we are forced to load, reload, carry, hide and store, bring to firing positions, load and shoot a thousand times more than we should. Who is guilty? Find and punish them. Here he also doesn't mention the fact that Russian military often uses their superiority in shells, which they have for now, which might go away soon since the world reacts to Putin and his actions, of course. But, um, you know, they like to waste ammunition on civilian, civilian targets rather than striking military goals. 
which is a thing that uh, probably if you would find and, um, you know, punish the, the perpetrators, then uh, you'd have to go to the to the very top, really, which obviously isn't going to happen. Meanwhile, also, on the, the Georgian border, they allowed pedestrians to cross at one point. It was a massive wave of chaos, and the whole chat room, which I also mentioned yesterday, yeah, it's now full with people literally yelling at the evil pedestrians who are now clogging up the whole 2,500 long car car entry to Georgia. At the same time, at the same time, apparently Finland is starting to close its borders. We've heard a lot of reports about the Finnish people being um, being quite unhappy about the sudden concentration of uh, Russian cars and all the hotels being filled up in Helsinki and other areas. And uh, meanwhile, well, if you're a Norwegian, then, uh, you know, you're probably next because currently in all the Russian liberal telegram channels and everywhere, Nor- Norwegian border up there is is portrayed as some somewhat of a next point of entry as they they seek to exit the war and the mobilization and uh, it's been recommended to go there via a tour bus via Murmansk so because that border also can't be crossed on foot both by permission and because well it's up there the border with Russia and Norway is really up there and I don't know how they're going to make it through but um yeah seems like people will be starting to flood there as well but we'll see how the mobilization goes, and um, I'll report what I can. First, I have some articles to finish, and, uh, well, certainly I hope that we'll get access to the Dagestanis. In the meantime, we also have a new sponsor for the show. There, It'll be very interesting to you, if you, to you who are veterans, United States veterans mostly, but apparently the CEO of the company wants to expand his business to other countries as well. How I met the guy in person. He seems like a nice, nice, nice guy. We haven't done these, well, mid-roll actually through us not through a cost sponsorships for a long while well let's hope uh, that the company's good because uh, that's a subject matter that i don't know anything about apparently they help uh, they help veterans get better home loans or something with mortgages but uh, as far as i know of the ceo itself it's a, not a huge company but the ceo itself is a great person and i hope this will work out but uh, that's it for now and that's the end Thank you for all your support. Please consider becoming our patron or in patreon.com slash easternborder or just clicking the donate button on the easternborder.lv. You can, of course, on both of these sites, listen to our episodes ad-free. Well, except the the one that, that I just mentioned, that, that's going to be in there since, I don't, since I'm going to put it in instead of uh, ACOST, but still, for the most part. And uh, as usual, happiness is mandatory. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.